0: Welcome back, everybody, to Bald, Black, and Becoming. You are listening to a podcast with two bald black women. In the process of becoming our best selves daily, we aspire to show up, be present, be vulnerable, and be free to share our experiences and create a safe space for like-minded women like you. Thank you so much for listening. I am Luisa April, your host, with and we are so happy to be here let's get into today's episode
1: okay so i remember um i think it was in 2019 or so 2019 i was pitching to angels for the first time my assistant gentleman went ahead and asked me, so why do we need your solution? <laughs> and at that time, I was like, because it solved my acne, so I can really solve other people's acne and my skin. And so what's wrong with the other products that are in the market? And I thought to myself, hey, Duncan, what does he mean? Like, why is he here buggering me down? But thankfully, thanks to that experience, I then, as years went to go on, good to learn that in everything else it doesn't make sense if nobody needs your solution so i think that's what i wanted to talk about today that what do you think anybody who's out there who's prominently any lady out there who's prominently or jan because i also got to learn that that Jen who listens to this podcast who actually wants to start up that business what exactly could they know and what exactly should they bear in mind
0: um from my perspective it's always good to incorporate design thinking oh. into whatever work it is you're doing right
1: sorry yes
0: yes so what you would need to know is to know if this thing that you're trying to build is actually needed before you even start building for example with with coaches um there's a it's not a trick but it's there's a method that they use of they put out this like information about a course or program or whatever that they're building before they even start to build it to see if there's actual interest and then they'll ask questions like if you were to join this program what main pain point would you want it to solve for you Mm -hmm. and whatever like life situation or business situation you're experiencing mm. they'll ask questions like um how long are you willing to commit to this program <laughs> that's them identifying how long to make the program mm. and you'll find part they that building it based on the community that building it based on the people mm. and i believe that everybody should use the same approach even when um it's not a service but it's a product if you maybe yes did something for yourself that, and it worked that's great But when people ask you about it or when you are giving out samples for people to test or even before you think about going like mass production, you need to actually go out there and talk to people on the ground to say, hey, I'm thinking about X, Y, Z. Do you think you would use this? If yes, why? If no, why? Mm. For you to get like a better understanding of, yes, it seems viable, but how viable? Is it just something you can do for like markets and stuff? Or is it something that you can build up into a multi-million xyz Mm -hmm. so it's definitely important to have people at the core of that but then have them part of the building process so you're not building alone for yourself you're building with the people what practical
1: cheap ways do you think entrepreneurs could start so what i'm getting from you is get to run surveys before
0: yes and there are different ways to run those surveys Mm -hmm. so you can if you have a few emails um or just like people that you know in your circle You can send out a link to a form that has specific questions that can help you identify the gaps Mm -hmm. or even for you to understand if the business model is viable Mm -hmm. so questions like do you use this product or service do you need it how frequently why what makes you decide just stuff like that Mm -hmm. to get a general feel of what the customer would need send out the link to everybody and that's the thing about business you really learn how to I guess be unashamed in everybody's face. Yes. So send it literally like a blast to everybody in your contact <coughs> list and say hey, and make it short. Like, can you spare five minutes to just fill this out? Um, share it into Facebook groups, share it into your WhatsApp groups, send it to that you don't even know. Just put it out there and get as much feedback as you can, because this will help you fine tune. If you're a person who's active on social media, you can use your stories, you can use your posts, you can use your videos. Um, whatever content you're creating, you can use it every once in a while to ask a specific question to your niche market. Um, actually go out there and network. There are, for example, I know one group of women who meet, is it one Thursday a month? Hanus Cafe. And we just talk about like different business stuff. You can go there. Are you serious? Yes. I'll share the, the thing with mm. you. But like you can go to such things where you can have like an intimate people who possibly... part of your target audience and just ask them hey guys i was thinking about starting this business because we're here talking about entrepreneurship what do you guys think is there something you could buy or something you need a service and actually get feedback on the ground those are some of the free ways that you can do it
1: Mm. i remember um, the first the first time we were validating the idea because every single time there's going to be a need for you to validate your idea right um and for you to get what people are asking and i do a survey i think i I think i've shared this before um so either use google forms or mikey survey that's one but that was before right and now things have actually gotten to come easier in the sense that choose stories one thing whenever i like want to know anything out there i use my instagram stories Mm-hmm. and I get shocked when people I swear. and I'm really amazing thank you very much for answering because it basically helps me understand right and like that whole small box and that whole small poll you can't underestimate it but one thing I've gotten to learn is you don't need the greater numbers you basically get you need the insights from people um something that a business mentor, said to me um sometime when we were just talking about launching a new product and he was like Didi um oh, and he said so many things but basically he was saying that sometimes you would maybe need a sub sample of your customers and get to work with that sample or that is gonna say. Um because we all know that you cannot necessarily get the big subset of numbers. So
0: what is big in this case? And what is, like, an enough number to work with?
1: Okay, so I'll give you an example. On the first time we did the survey, we... Gosh, we reached thousands of people, right? Um, now... 9,
0: 000, like 9,000.
1: We reached thousands of people.
0: I'm asking for the entrepreneur at home who might be like, okay, I'm going to do a survey. Let me set a number of people who I want to fill the survey.
1: I think we reached
0: Gosh, 10,000?
1: No. 100,000? Some way. Okay. I think we reached 180 cuz we are not even doing it on our own okay. as well. We had also outsourced it by them.
0: But then before then when you were still like like startup, like proper startup, like when you're still maybe before you even got into shops, didn't you do any type of like That's
1: the same that I did. Okay. But I did it with somebody. Who knew the grounds on on ground, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And then coming back at it from there now, post it, um, in scaling phase. What I did was I used the numbers that we had at the same customers on the same customer base, and then we started running service from there as well.
0: So you had access to these people's
1: contacts. I had access to these people's contacts the moment okay. they started becoming customers. Okay. Yeah right now we're basically using service from customers mm. exactly Um. did them did they transition out to be customers some yes some no oh. but did they help us in validating if there's a need they definitely did um, so if you are did you
0: have to pay for the service yes I did can you give us a figure Um. Estimate, if possible and why you chose to go that way
1: I know that we paid we first paid seven point five and then from there on I think we paid a two thousand. So total we paid somewhere between ten point five to eleven point five. Why did I choose to go that route or that way? I wanted to get the information on the ground to find out how big of a problem was acne. And how were people satisfied with the solutions that were in the market? And what were the missing gaps at that particular point in time?
0: And at that particular point in time where you decided to... Like, this was a worthy investment. At what phase of business were you at? Like, had you already decided, okay, this is it? And also, were you in a shop already? Or, like, get out of...
1: Organic Nessos was already... Was already manufacturing scrubs at that point in time. Mm-hmm. The idea was already there. We're not in stores. We're not in shops. Mm-hmm. That was a deciding factor for me to go hard. and not going to catch your skincare. Okay. Because the survey was done 2018, November, December, January. Because on ground, and the people were helping us do the survey, Timisang was on ground. Chris was on ground. Um was on ground. Um we literally had and Tim Sang is in the US, Chris is in Kenya, Khomso was in Botswana, I was in Kenya still at that time. So <coughs> Pel was on ground, Pell was in long. So we literally I had the people who knew people who would help me. Mm-hmm. And I would think right now even for you to get like hundred and eighty thousand people also on your server you could pay ten thousand. I know that we tried doing that. And somebody chose us 25K. <laughs> um, and that time we were trying to do it for a new product, that work, a new range that we're launching. And the course that we got was so much. So right now, then I was oblivious to the fact of how privileged I was to have friends mm-hmm. who had enough weight, um, as well as who knew people who could do that for me. mm mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm still grateful to these people to mm. this day, right? Because I cannot imagine how expensive it could be for any startup to run surveys right now mm. of that magnitude. Mm. But I do know that you can start somewhere. Exactly. Um, I know that you could do a Google Form. I know that you could populate it out. Mm. I know that if at all people can't do a Google Form as a personal than polls. You could use those polls. I know that if people cannot use those polls, you could use Instagram. Mm -hmm. and now i am aware of even what is available then was not there in 2018 um and i know that even if right now i may not have that weight of friends who could pull that for me i do know now right now that resources are available Mm. that can allow me to do it i know that an incentive of um when a certain product mm, could mm. happen right and that that i remember that even that was part of what we used then mm. a wi- when a product like a, a when a hamper from organic skin skincare mm. i know that when money could also happen as well um so right now i'm aware of the very fact that it may not be sorry what does english say <laughs> It may not be yeah, as mean, so easy, like... mm. but right now, there's so many ways of you getting to know what your customer needs and what your customer is saying.
0: That's true. Yeah. That's true.
1: That's thing I know.
0: I think, and, and I'm sorry if I was like probing, but I think it's no, important it's for us to acknowledge that businesses are at different levels. Yes. And even for me, like, asking, maybe this is, like, a thing that I didn't, like, fully know. I know that the survey was done. I didn't know it was in 180,000. It was in 180,000, actually. So I was asking out of age and curiosity, but then also to understand where in the business you were at that time, to influence such a magnitude of a decision.
1: I was still at a very small phase. But I will also say that um, how Organic rituals came to full, for me to literally say, I'm going to do this. It happened when I was in Nairobi. Mm-hmm. It happened when I, w- I saw Chris, I was invited to a guest event, um, a Giz event of Make It or Make IT Africa. Mm-hmm. And Chris was graduating from this incubation. And I was listening to Chris and Chris was speaking and he was basically describing 3D printing. And it was the first time I'd ever come across 3D printing. Mm-hmm. And I remember saying to myself, if Chris can be God, then what about me? Mm-hmm. Because I thought to myself, who cuts surgery time? Who prints something? Who Like, it? It I, I was totally sold out. Mm. And the impact of what Chris had done to families in Kenya, I thought to myself, if Chris could do that, what can organic individuals do? So I met Chris at a point where he was at the heart of Make It or Make IT Africa. Mm. And he also had the resources. <clears throat> right? And he had the weight of pulling it out. Mm. And I also went to a friend of mine who was, Studying his masters in engineering in Stanford, who also had the weight of doing this. Mm-hmm. So I went to a community of people whom I knew that could support my dreams also. But I, I saw like right now I, I know how privileged I am to have such a network. Mm-hmm. Um and I guess I was to say that look within your network of people whom you know can be heavy lifters. And I'm not downplaying people who are not heavy lifters. But I am saying that we need to call it what it is.
0: What, what would you describe, like, what are the qualities of a heavy lifter? Can I want like, okay, fine I can sit down right now. Uh, and I'm asking, playing devil's advocate. I can sit down right now and I can acknowledge that I have a network. Or possibly a way where I can really have circles of proximity. Mm. If maybe I don't know you, I know someone who knows you and that's how I can, like, meet you. Mm-hmm. But, like, what, what are the qualities of a heavy lifter? Like, what, are, what, are, what should I be looking for in my network?
1: I think to me, a heavy lifter is somebody who has done the work and has traction to do the work. Not talk, but work. There are two people who will do talk. The ones whom every single day they're posting something on Instagram to talk. But when you come and say, where's the content? Zero content. Mm. Right? But somebody who literally does the work mm. of, yeah, maybe they will post every single day on LinkedIn, but they have the work and there's so much traction to show for that that's definitely something that i own honestly always look out for and really for me in regards to people whom i lean to i will not lean to somebody who posts every single two minutes on LinkedIn. i'm going to be very honest with you <laughs> one is where do you get the time to post and do the work that is please make it make sense um and the second thing for me is i don't get to trust you if that's the case
0: because if that's the case
1: i are going to post every single two minutes on LinkedIn. Oh, eh. Yeah, I'm not going to get to trust you because what are the chances that time time I'm going to be part of the articles that you're writing and talking about? <laughs> Honestly speaking. Personally, me, right? Mm. Um, And also, I think part of the heavy network lift is I always look out for humility in somebody. Mm. No matter how big this person is, I always look out for humility within them. Mm.
0: Um...
1: For example, I have a friend. I don't know if I could call him a friend. I know somebody whom I got to know the weight of his name when I was in Barcelona after I had spent so much time with him in Ghana. Mm. And I remember getting to say, excuse me, so this is you, right? Um, after I'd Googled the person. So that level of humility to me also. Heavy lifters are so down to earth they're so humble. Mm. They don't make it about, oh, do you know me? Can you Google me? But it is how exactly could I elevate you that's another thing you will get to realize heavy lifters when you're in the conversation with them they're always about elevating you or elevating the community or elevating in some arts, in mm, some area mm,
0: that's yeah true.
1: heavy lifters are always about um, elevating you from where you are to where you can go
0: and it's not even from like a selfish how can I work with you to elevate us together so, yeah so I can also locate you in. But it's just because, A, I believe that because they've been working so hard, they see those qualities that hunger in you as well. Exactly. How can I support you? Because it's always nice to be able to grow and build with your community. Mm. And usually, the people who have made it, I'm going to say, in a clean manner, like husana Nepotism, or any other thing attached to it you'd find harder because they understand the value of hard work mm. and when they see a fellow hard-working person and because you know how many doors you've had to like not even knock down but like bulldoze to just get in you would want to make it not even make it easier but just to say here's a hand let me help let you me help you, you get in open up the window like something just to make it easier because you know how hard it's been
1: exactly exactly um
0: apart from that um, in terms of, like, heavy lifters, I think just you, as the business person, being able to articulate your vision well enough yes. for them to see it as yeah. well. Because I think sometimes, because people don't want to help us, it's just that they see the chaos more mm-hmm. than the, the vision that you're seeing. Because you can't yeah. get into your head. But if you're able to articulate it and you're able to, like, Put into action certain things that someone can say, oh, I think I understand what you're trying to do. Here's X, Y, Z. Yeah. That definitely does help in terms of building your dream or helping you get into the necessary rooms. Yeah. To help you gather more bricks.
1: I swear, because even with... When it came to the first formulations of organic natural skincare, um, by then I had what... My, my, my formulation knowledge was not as it is right now. Mm. It was not... I was not graduating. I was not a formulator. Mm. Then I basically even had six months of a certificate of formulation. Chris was there throughout. Literally. Um And you know how they say that at Startup Face, you have your friends, relatives, and fools. They call them the three Fs mm. of people who are going to invest in you. I went to... Instance, and said and i'm because they believed in me and they uh, believed in the vision of what i was going to do uh, i was they could easily bank and say we're going to trust in you, uh, right uh, um so i will say that and the great people who will come and validate your why
0: uh,
1: are going to be the same people i swear if someone asked me so why should anybody come and buy you over ganyo uh. or anything else like that and sometimes like they that breaking me down but i can tell you this that they have made the process of thinking and building bearable um in the sense that i can run it with them and i can trust this with them so part of also having heavy lifters i will say is they give you a room to trust them Mm. and they get to validate your why before you get to launch your why out in public.
0: Mm. So you'll yeah. be asked all those difficult questions in a room, little.
1: Exactly. Before
0: you're asked on stage, you're trying to fight for a million.
1: <laughs> exactly. And they will, they will trust you. And also the beauty of having such people in your network, which is why they're going to define your why, is they will also lead you into other rooms where they think you can fit Uh. into um actually in 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 november or december or then i got to whilst i was still writing my exams to be um cosmetic scientist chris led me into this i I told me about a program that i could get on Uh. and also this was after semesters of me being busy organic i was not going to school I little know that this program will also kind of benefit me in preparing for the exams, uh-huh. right? So, I call them guiding angels, but honestly, they're more than just guiding angels, they are elevators. Uh-huh. But your role, also, whilst you're also being elevated, is that you also have to elevate someone else. I think this uh-huh. is how life is going to be given up, and that's how your why gets to be validated as true. well. I think that's
0: true there's this visual that i learned about a while ago um think of like a, a cross you are in the center of that cross and the what is this horizontal or diagonal or vertical? basically horizontal. you stretch out your arms horizontal. Right? the people who are around you whether it's friends family fellow business people these are your equals more or less like you guys are all in the same level trying to figure out it out right mm. and the people who are at your head or at the top of the cross these are your mentors these are your guardian angels these are the people who are able to feed you with information that you need right and then at the bottom by your feet or at the bottom of the cross these are the people that you are giving information to or sharing information to Mm. with the hopes of lifting them up right so because it's a cross and it's standing upright like this if any of these four elements three technically but four because balance on both sides of the arms if any of these elements are off balance you will feel the gap mm. like if you don't have anyone that you're bringing up or, or nurturing or giving information it's almost like you're taking all of this information and just keeping it to yourself or mm. in your head mm. and you're not creating enough room for more information to be put in you because mm. even as you're teaching someone you're learning it's not like you're just giving it like you're learning same with your peers. I don't believe that just because we're trying to grow and become better, we should totally disengage from people who are in the same level with us. Mm-hmm. Because maybe their struggle is different from yours, but you can both learn from each other because it's like it's, it complements each other. Mm-hmm. And I really like that that diagram because in the same way that you can think about it like through that business lens, same would work um, with a spiritual lens. If it's like you have God at the top and he's like nurturing you and feeding you through his word and just his essence essentially. And then here you have your your community of people that are on this faith journey with you and then at your feet is someone that you're trying to bring into Christ, right? Like if any of these elements are off balance, like you start to feel it and it feeds into the rest of your life. So it is really important that As you remember your why, your personal why, your business why, they should be aligned so that Mm. you're not living a double life. You always remember, this is where I'm going because that's my purpose. This is where I'm going. This is the vision that I'm building. Like, all of these things, they come together to create your consistency. Versus it being, on today I'm going to be more XYZ because, you know, like, all of your various elements they need to have a core why and it really helps if there's balance across the board
1: and if it aligns as
0: well Mm
1: -hmm. i have nothing else to say
0: (laughs) period yes um so maybe in the comment section down below um you can let us maybe know in like one sentence what do you think is your why factor um, what do you think is the thing about you or the thing about your business that just is that thing? <sighs> let us know in the comments down below. We are so Why excited. should we come? <laughs> Why? <laughs> but, um, yeah. No, honestly. Um, Let us know and just give that some thought. We hope you enjoyed today's episode and we will see y'all next week, Monday.
1: Double, double, double. Cheers, cheers, cheers. <laughs> and just like that, we have come to the end of another amazing episode of season four. This episode was brought to you by I Lamariki, from Mogana Central Skincare as well as the Pethahot Inc. My co-host is
0: Louisa April
1: from <laughs>
0: <laughs> Louisa April from Louisa April Inc. for all your strategy business needs.
1: Thank you. Uh, And
0: artistic needs. Don't the book need to come and sing at your weddings.
1: Period. That's it. (laughs) I will be the driver as well as the videographer. But also poetry. (laughs) But this is also to say (laughs) that if you have enjoyed listening to this very fun episode, please like, share, subscribe to wherever you listen to your podcast to and from. Do take a screenshot. Tag us on our socials. And thank you very much.
0: Have a fantastic bald, black, and becoming day.